The scripture reading for this morning is from Matthew 5, 23 and 24. If, therefore, you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Gentlemen and ladies, uh, I'm going to share something with you. Um, It's of a serious nature. We can have fun, but we need to to deal with some serious spiritual issues. In the uh, in Matthew five twenty three, it is in the midst. This this passage is in the midst of Jesus talking about murder. Okay. And um, he goes from murder and calling somebody a fool right into this passage of scripture about going to the altar and taking your gift. And uh, I want us to come and have communion this morning with a pure, cleansed heart. Why do I want that? Because it says in verse 23, therefore, if you are offering your gift. Now, what in the world does he mean? Do do you bring gifts and lay it here at the table? Do you? No. Well, then what's, what's your gift to God? It's your life. You are God's gift that we bring to him through not only a communion, but many other times in our life when we come to him and we talk to him about our relationship with him, we are God's gift. That gift is his eternal life that is indwelt within us when we give our heart to the Lord. And so when we give our heart to the Lord, we then become the righteousness of Christ in a world that is lost and dying. Our gift is not supposed to be perfect. It's supposed to be cleansed. Our gift, us, need to live a repentant lifestyle. And we need to live that lifestyle the way Jesus wants, not the philosophy that's taught in many churches and on YouTube. Do you understand that? So today... We're going to take an opportunity to engage or embrace this repentive lifestyle before the Lord. And then we're going to go back to worship. And then we're, we're not going to take the offering until the last song. Okay? So it's the last thing that we're going to do. If I got that right. Right, Caleb? Okay. And... Um, Then, after this, we're going to go to worship. You're going to reflect about who who you are and what you are before the Lord. And then, you're going to have communion. You say, oh, whoa, pastor, this, whoa, you you didn't give us time. Well, good. 
You didn't need time because if you are a Christian, you should live a repentive lifestyle daily. Paul said he died daily. We all die daily. So that's number one. You're the gift. And when you come up here today and stand before the Lord, you are presenting yourself to a righteous Christ because of his righteousness in you. You understand that? But often, well, let's, let's, let me say this in terms you can understand. Have you ever been on a date? Let's, I mean, when I dated Jeannie, it was the cleanest I ever was in my life. I wanted her not to get close to me and stink. I didn't want to stink in front of her. Would you like to go out on a date with somebody that stinks? No. Smells like sweat or grime. Those of you who don't understand this, when you get a little older, you will. Or you have a party you want to go to, and you want to, you want to go and enjoy yourself, and, and so you cleanse yourself, and then put deodorant on, and then some ladies even use whatever, perfume. Spiritually, and you don't understand this. Spiritually, we come before the Lord and we stinketh. Because we don't live a repentive lifestyle. We live the way we want to live. That's, if we live a repentive lifestyle, we are, we are an offering to God. He embraces the inheritance of our praises and its fragrance to his nostrils. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's interesting. Suffering brings us purity often. We don't talk about that in the church much, but suffering brings us purity. Whatever adversity that we're in, Drives us to our knee. Whether it's rejection, whether it's a leg amputation or an illness, whether it's uh, confusion, if it's rejection, it drives us to the Lord as believers. Young Christians don't understand that. The older you get, you understand that these things drive you to the Lord. And in that drivenness to God, in that drivenness to God, we begin to say, Lord, forgive us. Lord, cleanse us. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Lord, cleanse us. Lord, forgive us. Lord, cleanse us with your Holy Spirit. This kind of lifestyle need to be taught to our children. They, I, I, I would hope they know Scripture. I would hope they learn the book of the Bible. But I hope that we teach our children spiritual relationship skills with God. So if you bring your gift to the altar and then you remember that your brother or sister have ought with you, that's the old way they said it, guess what? You need to hear God. This, this is a verification. 
When you're in an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and you've come to him with an issue on your life that you're struggling with, you need to be able to hear what he has to say so that you can remember what you need to deal with and repent of. That's that's so important. The more that I understand listening to God, the more that I understand that, the more I realize that it deals with the intimacy that I need to have with Jesus Christ. You follow me? So, he said, leave your gift. What does that mean? You leave yourself before the Lord. You say, Lord, I'll be back. I want to go do what is right. And you reconcile, it says here in the scripture, with that brother or sister. I've done this in churches of the past. It doesn't happen very often. I'm, I'm telling you what it is re- very rare that that you that you do a service like this and people say, "Okay, all right, I need to make this right." And they get up and they go to the person two rows over the next aisle. And they say, I, I've sinned against you, or I have this in my heart against you, and it's wrong. This is a sin. The devil has lied to me about this. I've seen it happen. If they're not here, I'm not going to ask you to get up and drive over to wherever it is and do it. But you need to purpose in your heart to repent. And make things right. Because whether or not they embrace your act of for- forgiveness is not the issue. The issue is you've been obedient to Jesus. Rejection is not the issue here. Obedience to Christ, cleansing is the, uh, the issue. And, and the righteousness and cleansing power of eternal life enters into that part of your life and more and more of you belong to God and less and less of you belong to the world, the flesh, and the devil. Reconciled. Then come back. So we can't go away for a week. The other church that I preached at this morning, I gave them a whole week. You don't get a week. You get two songs or one song, whatever many songs it is. But we're going we're gonna to do it now. What do you mean we're going to do it? I'm going to ask you to bow your head. I know we have children here and you have to attend to your children. If you're not a born-again Christian, then you won't understand what we're doing. And I just ask that you forgive us that we're doing this, okay? And if you need to understand, ask somebody around you later. and We'll explain it to you. Because repentance is a part of my daily activity with Jesus Christ. So bow your head. And I'm going to mention some things, general categories, and you just check with God. Now when you we begin to pray, God may just begin to speak to you and deal with whatever he says to you, okay? If he says to you, you have unforgiveness, you say things like, I forgive so-and-so in Jesus' name. 
And then you say, do I need to go and talk to this person? If he doesn't say yes, then, then don't go. If he says, yes, you need to, go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does anybody not understand what I'm saying? Okay. Let me begin to pray. Dear Lord, just bless these people. We have come before you for a cleansing where we repent, where we're taking time to interact with you and your Holy Spirit. I ask, Father God, that uh, you touch these people and you speak to them, that they will hear what you have to say. Dear Lord, do I have a problem with rebellion? Do I do what I want to do and not what is right before the Lord? Lord, Forgive me for the sin of anger. Do I have a problem with anger? Dear Lord, forgive me for the sin of of unforgiveness. Are there people in my life I hold grudges against? Even if it's justified, do I still hold grudges and do not forgive? Help me forgive them, Lord. I don't know how. I give this relationship to you. Dear Lord, do I have the sin of bitterness? Forgive me for the sin of bitterness. Lord, speak to these people your people that love you. Father, forgive me for the sin of drunkenness. I love drunkenness more than being sober. Forgive me of that. Lord, forgive me of sexual sin from adultery, clear up through pornography, of pictures, songs, movies, television. Do I seek out 
sensuality and lust. Forgive me of that, Father. Father, do I have the sin of hatred where I will not forgive Father, do I live in the sin of fear? Lord, do I have the sin of unbelief? Lord, do I have the sin of cynicism? Lord, forgive me for not accepting your unconditional love for me in my life. Lord, does my mind belong to Jesus? If it does not, I give my mind to you. And forgive me for letting my mind be controlled by the world and its philosophies, the flesh and its desires, and Satan who wants to destroy me. Turn my mind over to you. Renew it. I would like for you quietly and privately to pray this. I belong to Jesus. I am his child. His blood has forgiven me and cleansed me. And he is my Lord. Forgive me of any kind of addiction, self-abuse, and self-hate. And allow me to walk in the power of your righteousness and holiness. Cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. Heal me in Jesus' name and reconcile me with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I'm going to ask Caleb and the band to come. And while we're worshiping, wasn't that neat? You feel God move? Thank the Lord. So, so while you're worshiping, he's going to bring other things to your mind. Because in a repentive attitude, it's not 
do one, two, three. You are in a relationship where he is speaking to you and he wants you to give to him what he brings to your mind. Okay? All right? Let's do that right now. As, as, let's stand.